iOS helps you control which apps you share your exact location with. There's more to iPhone. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, welcome to The Ruck. This is the, the midweek edition from our Cape Town studios. Uh, I'm Owen Slot, and um, I'm here with my touring buddy, uh, Stephen Jones. You're right, buddy. Is that all right? Is that yeah. a bit too familiar? No, it's average. It's a little bit iffy, but go on, go on, go on. Uh, so um, we, this is Thursday morning. Uh, we've had the Springbok team was announced uh, on Monday. Was it announced on Monday? Uh, no, sorry. Springbok team was announced on on. Um, God, we're all over the place. Springbok team was announced on Tuesday, and then um, we also found out the Lions team uh, on Tuesday afternoon as well. Even though the Lions team was supposed to be uh, announced on Thursday, James, wasn't it? It was, and it was an absolute world exclusive. Seriously, it was landed by a member of the Times camp. Could we say? I think we can say it's a member of the Times camp. Yeah, because because we were about to do it then. It wasn't the fake shake, was it? No, it wasn't. It, it wasn't the fake shake. It was the fake prop. Actually. It wasn't Woodward or Bernstein. No, it wasn't. But it, it was, was up there. It was somewhere. It was. It was Wood, Woodward and Bernstein esque. Yeah. The only thing that wasn't there was Ben Bradley, uh, played by Jason Robards, saying we stick by the boys. I, lo- I love that phrase. Yeah. yeah. That well, phrase. we'll stick. We're sticking by Arthur on this one, aren't we? Yeah. What? Well, no, we can't we, name him. How does everyone know who Arthur is? Because uh, they listen to this. Okay. Yeah, well, anyway, Alex Lowe broke the story of the team on um, on Thursday afternoon. <coughs> um, so uh, another great exclusive for the Times. Was it was it you who tipped Alex off? Yes, I did. I gave, Well, I only gave him 14 of the names. He found the rest, the other one himself. Yeah. But actually, it did, I don't know whether people would realise, it did cause a sensation when suddenly we're up, we're, 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 we're the, the, the wires or the tech wires services from London and all the um, social media started saying this is the Lions team. Well, it's the, it's the, in terms of an exclusive for a team announcement, it's the biggest one you can get in rugby, isn't it? Yes, because, it is. because we've been sitting around debating who's going to be in the Lions team for, well, pretty much since, since the last test match in New Zealand four years ago. Yes. <clears throat> did, you, did you feel we, we, we loved our friend uh, with the scoop? Did you feel slightly embarrassed, though, that he's in southwest London? We're in Cape Town, where near where the Lions are. What did I feel embarrassed that we're the boys on the ground, close to the team, yeah. with, our, with our finger on the pulse of uh, the Lions team yes. and this uh, this amazing test series? And that this podcast is the only one that's actually up front with the Lions. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that too. So all these things, we're here, yeah. and that bloke who's not yeah he scooped us as well he's in his home in where uh, in southwest london oxted oxted Oxted. sorry sorry he's not going to be happy with us for naming that 
he's no, getting... he's not. Well, he'd be mobbed now. He will, yeah, if not already. But, um, but the thing is, we were about to do it, but he got in first. Yeah, we had the team, didn't we? But he scooped us by a couple well, of almost, minutes. We almost had the team, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, Jonesy. So uh, Cape Town, we're still under um, uh, COVID lockdown, quite severe restrictions. Yeah. Um, so so uh, the sale of alcohol is banned in restaurants and bars. You can't yeah. buy alcohol uh, in your hotel or in the shops. Um, so uh, we had you, we had some good news on that front, didn't we? We, we did because um, someone who listened to the podcast, very very distinguished coach, if not the leading coach in. South Africa or, 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 world, world, rugby. or world rugby, yeah, um, was kind enough to 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 send us some um, unmarked packages into the hotel. They were delivered to my. What's well, how you brought them down in the back of a taxi? Uh, they're now in my room, or at least they were in my room. It's like, yeah. slightly denuded now because uh, my room has become the new mecca for for the touring media group. And in it was was some just what would you call it? Not contraband. Well, it is contraband. But, but I mean, it's just yeah, contraband. Some some red and some white. So Absolutely. this coach heard heard our plight on the on the ruck. Yes, and he, I I saw him on um, Tuesday, and he shoved into the back of the cab when I came home. Yeah, twenty four bottles. Yes, he did, and it's it's how much it's, is left? Uh, well, there's well, there's over a dozen left. Right. Okay. But it's actually from the winery of. Peter Steph Dutoit's father, is it? Yeah, the Dutoit family's exactly. vineyard, yeah. Yeah, it's bloody terrific stuff, and it's very nice. Sadly, we haven't been able to drink it because there's an alcohol ban. <laughs> but um, well, we'll give it a try anyway. Um, so we'd just like to thank all the coaches and anyone else who's thinking of, uh, of, of following that example. <laughs> yeah, anyone who thinks that was a good idea, it is a good idea. Yeah, yeah, put your yeah hand don't up. hold back now. But anyway, the, thing, the other thing is... Um, the, the, the president, um, um, Cyril, we know, know him on first name terms, Mr. Ramaphosa, is making an announcement on Sunday, which everyone thinks might relax some of the restrictions. And look, that's without, uh, let's be serious as well, South Africa is under restriction. Uh, it, it is in turmoil in terms of the taxi wars and things like that. So we're not, uh, we're not making light of those things because there have been deaths in nearby... Um, uh, townships from the taxi wars and uh, well, there was a, there was over a hundred deaths from the uh, in the looting last week. Yes, there was the looting and the rioting. That they've um, thank goodness got that under control. Yeah, they have. It just makes you realise what a brilliant country this is, and how turbulent it is, and how difficult it is. But uh, how actually, man for man, woman for woman, how absolutely warm and lovely the people are. So. Uh, we shouldn't we shouldn't forget that. Also, um... can I say something about that? Yeah, you can. And I'm going to write something serious about this sometime before the end of the tour. Yeah. Um, I, I think uh, if we haven't made it clear already, we both um, really love this country, and we've both been here a number of times now. You more than me, Steve. But so my first time here was '95, um, uh, and then I covered the whole of the '97 tour, which you were on, of course, Jonesy. That was about mm. your tenth tour already by then. Mm. <clears throat> but when I look back on '97. And I, I look back on the joy of that tour, and but it wasn't just the joy of the tour; it was the joy of of, um, of all these uh, travellers from the UK and Ireland embracing this new country because mm. it was a new country. And I felt that South Africa was a place, uh, a, a joyful place, but a nation of real hope at the time. 
And and I think the sad thing is coming back here twenty four years later, I can't remotely say that at all. I think it's a I think it's a, a, a country on the brink of something awful almost every day. And uh, the point was rammed home to me when we arrived in Cape Town Airport last week. Uh, when you get out at Cape Town Airport, uh, you get on the main road and immediately you have the Kyalicha Township on your left. Mm. And that Kyalicha Township was there in 95 and 97 when I came here. Uh, so we're now, what, 25 years uh, plus since, um, since the end of apartheid. And that Kyalicha Township is bigger than, when it, than, than, than it was 24 years ago. I mean, that's, that's not progress. That's uh, regression. Well, yeah, it's and also the, the you know the kind of townships and and the cities still seem to be as remote from each other as as they always were. You know, we we because of the taxi wars, all the staff in our hotel have to sort of go really really early so they can get home. So all our services shut down at what four o'clock and things like that. You know, so uh, it's just difficult and. Um, there's no. I'm just reading a book at the moment about the police and called "When Will We Ever Be Safe Here?" and and just saying that the police are never really getting to grips with it. But look, these are problems that possibly we don't understand, but they are problems we would love, 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 love to be to be solved because this this is just a beautiful place and a mecca for it should be a mecca for for travellers. And just to repeat one more time, we do every every uh, week. I still see in my dreams a sort of crocodile of red wherever we go, Cape Town, Joburg, Durban, wherever we go. What, the, the Lions fans the, aren't the here. The Lions fans aren't here. And uh, there'll be just team row after row after row of red ghosts at Cape Town on Saturday. And I absolutely hate that. I really hate that. Mm. One of the, um, uh, on, on the rugby side of that, one of the, the real heroes of this uh, country at the moment, Steve Siakilisi, uh, hmm. um, he came out of uh, COVID isolation on uh, Monday, arrived in Cape Town on Monday. Uh, on Tuesday, he was named in the Springbok team. What do you make of that? I, I, I don't know in decent haste? Uh, well, it was quick. Uh, and I just think that with Alan Wynn and, and Siakilisi, it's almost like the same thing. You know, they, They're so um, iconic and so important to their team and so important to the out, outer representation of the team, I think that they, they just stuck them back in. And, uh, and I think there is a case to be made, or at least there's an alarm bell that is Alan, Alan Wynne-Jones really ready for a test match and is Sia Kalise really ready for a test match. So we'll see. I think it's unlikely, very unlikely, that either will be on at the end of the game. Yeah, but you you made this point, I think, on here before, Steve, and, and other um, people in South African rugby have, have said it to me too, that um, when when Khaleesi had, had the COVID and it looked like he was set to miss the first test, there were people saying, actually, that's not bad for the Springboks because mm. he hasn't played well for um, uh, the Sharks. Mm. Uh, he, he's, he's an iconic leader, but he's by no means one of their top players. I, I think South Africa have had better flankers. They certainly haven't had better ambassadors and statesmen and, and leaders, but I think um, South Africa had better flankers than Sia Khaleesi. Um, that doesn't mean I think he should be out of the team, but I think they're probably, uh, in terms of the balance of the back row, their back row is not quite as well balanced as, 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 as say, the Lions' back row. So, um, you know, you've got to, you're treading on dreams, you're treading on aspiration and all sorts when 
you say that Sia shouldn't be in the team, but um, I, I think probably it's marginal as to whether he is better than some people on the bench. I, I, I really do. do you, okay, one, we're going to have a bit more of a discussion on on the Lions team later. But one of the things that that's, that I struck me as unusual about this tour and and how Warren Gatlin's managed it, and obviously COVID has has messed it up a fair bit, hmm. is uh, on on. Previous Lions tours, you see the the, the test team slowly evolving, hmm. and and generally it gets as close to a dry run as Saturday beforehand. So on this tour, uh, Gatlin's picked a nine and a ten who haven't played together once. He's picked a front row that haven't played together at all. He's picked a back row that hasn't played together at all, and a back three that has never played together at all once on this tour. So. I mean, you're asking brilliant questions today, honestly. Well, on fire. Well, honestly, you're, you, you're, you're, it's you're, that bloody Alex Lowe. He's, I know, I know. He's, he, he's, he's so raised he's, the level he's here. He's kicked us up the arse. Yeah, you're yeah, right. We, we're well, just. Well, do you know what? I think actually, you say that the, the test team's been evolving or usually evolving. It's actually been mm-hmm. dissolving on this tour, I think, because you're right. That and, is right. It has it, dissolved. It, it dissolved. <laughs> because it started it, off with Falatau, Jamie, George, yes. Connor Murray, yeah. all in it, made yeah. probably Mako as well. Yeah, no, it's, it's, and it's dissolved. And, and look, the thing is, it, it, there's no thing, there's no way you could you could you could um, have concrete evidence from the games they've had, apart from the South Africa A game. They've always been slightly bizarre, slightly unreal, good stuff and bad stuff. And th- there's no way you, you could rely on the evidence of it in terms of test selection. So that's one of the reasons why Warren surprised us. Uh, it does, I mean, for the future, I would love to think that they have much better um, test pre-test program than they've had out, out here. But it's it's amazing, Owen, because I think that we still do not know about this Lions team. And we still do not know about the box team. We, we know the box team are good, but whether they'll be good in time for Saturday, I don't know. But we do not know whether this Lions team, this party, is vintage or average. Do you think so? Uh, uh, just on the um, the average opposition and that. So the Lions, a Lions tour has a great nar- narrative to it. Mm. Um, but if, if if you're just looking at how to prepare a a, a newly assembled squad for a, a three test series, the Lions would have been far better served to if they just arrived here for the tests, stayed in Europe and played a warm-up test against the England team that was remaining, mm. maybe a France A team or a Barbarians team. You know, they could have found far better opposition to learn about themselves and to build a, a test team if they'd stayed in Europe. They, they, they could have. But again, you know, you've got to make sure that we've taken so much of the glory and the thunder away from Lions Tours. You've got to make sure you don't take any more away. Yeah. And, and and while it would be nice to come out here, first of all, you've got to experience South African conditions. You may be at altitude. You, you, you know, Tw- Twickenham's not at altitude. Neither is anywhere else out there. You've got to you've got to have the the alien conditions, the opposition of fans. You've got to have the prop prop the fact that the referee will probably be dodgy as hell, etc. So that 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 is not preparation being at home. The, the, the what you should do is come out. The host team and the, would normally get hundreds of millions of, of 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 rand or dollars or New Zealand dollars from this tour. They should say for the first five games they must play their Springbok or their national players. When it comes to the Test match, not so good. They've got to bump up the pre-Test program out here yeah, yeah. so you could prop have a proper Test. Don't have it back in the UK, guys. 
have it out here on tour so people can remember what a rugby tour is and it's worth remembering. Um, Jonesy, what else? Uh, what about about Cape Town? Is, is the weather's been a, a bit crap for the last few days, but yeah. um, it's it's going to brighten up for test test weekend. Yes, it is, and I just think you, you know you never you never get tired of the Mother City. Um, just well, hey, well, should we talk about that restaurant we went to last night? Oh, it's just for the, well, it's it's called the the Athletic, was it? The Athletic Club and Social, <coughs> and the a- ACS. Exactly. Just, I mean, look, we're not, we're not, we're not being paid by to say this or anything. That other nightclubs are available, but it was a lovely. It's a kind of private club downstairs. Then it's a, a upstairs. It's it's a it's a kind of um, tribute to to South African musicians. The owner Athos is a not only a musketeer, but he's um, a great friend of. The late uh, Hugh Masakela, the great jazz trumpeter, and who played all the great township bands down here, and it was just an absolutely magnificent place. It was just a great place, and you know he's obviously struggling for lack of um, uh, in the time of uh, COVID, the time of, of lockdown and prohibition, but just a magnificent place. It was also like a it was also like a, an altar of worship to um to the black and and um uh, mixed race teams. Uh, from the apartheid era, it, the, the, uh, on the walls were all these beautiful black and white pictures of, of township rugby teams. You Absolutely. know, the, the Guggeletu first fifteen from from nineteen eighty one or something. I mean, it was it, there was just like a, a history of of a sporting life of which I think very little is known. Well, in, in the apartheid years, the the, 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 the the people, the white rulers, would say, "Well, well of course." Black, but the football's the uh, the game for the blacks and the, and the non-whites. Whereas rugby is the game for the whites. But you know, we saw all these pictures of of, of they showed us the Africa Cup, which was the cup awarded for 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 donkeys years, like decades and decades, to the top African team of African origin uh, rugby team. And as you say, there were three or four um, uh, floors of posters and and, and pictures. Of, of team after team after team, coloured teams, black teams, you know, mixed race teams, as you say. What was the name of the, um, there was a, that classic picture of the black golfer who won um, a national golf trophy at the um, Durban Country Club. Yeah, um, Papua Sigalum. Yes. And, uh, and, and there was a picture of him sitting in his car being presented with a trophy because yeah. he wasn't allowed to pre- present, he wasn't allowed to receive it in the clubhouse because of his colour. Yes, I think the only people allowed in were kind of waiters and, and waitresses, and there was a there was a legend that they presented it to him through the window. But obviously, we see him in the car. In the car, he had an amazing swing because his hands were reversed on the club, mm. and yet he beat Gary Player and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. you know, I mean, but if we ever get on the golf course here, by the way, we're working too hard. I haven't got hadn't had enough time for that yet, but no. I might try a bit of that. What reverse grip? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. I mean, I can't get any worse, so no, let's my, give it a go. My grip can be any worse, no. I know. My, my, you're supposed to have your hands, like, facing down in a V like that. Mine is all around like that. Yeah. No yeah. Crap. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, there we go. There we go. Um, but anyway, that was that was this marvellous place. And just remember that South African rugby goes back way, way, way back. And not, not just for whites. It really doesn't. As you're listening to me, Daisy, Apple's iPhone disassembly robot is dismantling an iPhone into lots of recyclable parts. That's how Apple recovers more materials than conventional recycling methods. Thanks, Daisy. There's more to iPhone. 
introduce our special guest. Well, do I have to be in on this? So he'd be gloating like mad, wouldn't he? Well, it's going to be tricky for everyone, but I suppose we're going to have to... Right, I'm let's have a deep breath. <laughs> All right, go on, bring him on. We're going to have to do it. Okay, so, um, yeah, we've got a pretty special guest for this programme. So special, we didn't even introduce him at the start of the programme. Programme? Yeah. Pod? Episode? Yeah. Um, so, here we go. So, Jonesy, we've, we're now going to talk to our special guest for, the, the, um, for this episode of The Ruck. Yeah. It's exciting. Think you'd be unbearable. <laughs> unbearable well i just think we're we're i mean it's a big scoop but for free from you and me to get him on the show isn't it well he's, apparently he's got to buzz off in 15 minutes he's obviously doing a huge range of media interviews <laughs> and then he's been taken home in in a sedan chair by four sweated uh, slaves <laughs> so um uh we would now we're so excited to say to our listeners that we have got the one and only alex lowe on the podcast Hello, mate. <laughs> Good morning. How are you guys? Arthur, have you got the uh, tomorrow's racing results, by the way? <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do, but I'm, I'm sending them off to the highest bidder, so I do have to go in a minute because, I've got, as you say, Steve, I've had a lot of people on now. Um, Who do you I fancy for the what lottery numbers do you fancy in the next couple of weeks? <laughs> you can just bang them over as, as an exclusive. It would be really <laughs> handy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Gosh, well, it's been, a, it's been a crazy couple of days. Mm. Let's say you were really popular with all our colleagues on the daily newspapers when you scooped the whole world with the Lions' um, first test team. You got you seem to have a um, uh, a new nickname because you were known as Effin Alex Lowe for amongst the media party. Oh. What, a, what a great scoop! And basically, all the team right. So uh, outstanding work. Well, thank you. I mean, I did. Uh, I'm obviously back here in in the UK, and I just had this image of because I've been on the other end of it I kind of I knew what what was probably going going on in the in the uh in the bedrooms of the guys at the other at the other papers because that it can, easy easy everyone's behaving, behaving quite well in there <laughs> I don't know where else everyone's working out there but you know what I mean I've been on I've been on the end of it um I was just yeah pleased that um pleased that all that it all sort of came together this time um See what the guy from the sun's been doing in his bedroom jeez <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, it was it was a nice one to a nice story to do. Although not not everyone seems happy with it, judging by social media, I've been accused of of ruining the surprise and and giving the giving the Springboks um, extra preparation time. Not, none of the thing. I, mean, I, don't, I don't buy into any of that. But um, well, joking apart, not everyone was happy with it. Ridiculous. That's preposterous. Well, I know, um, but no, it was really, it was a it was good to get you know we try we try and find out these things all the time and and sometimes you you get a you get a sense of what's happening sometimes you get you might get one one selection or two and like i said on on this occasion a few things came together and, and i was pretty sure we had we, we had the team and and i think it's a really it, i guess it's partly caused such a stir because it's such an interesting team and, and so many news lines in it and you know you could have done a you could have done a new story on on the lines picking Luke Cowan Dickey to start a hooker. You could have done perfectly strong one on Elliot Daly to start at outside centre. Um, Ali Price at scrum half, Stuart Hogg at fullback. Like, there's so many interesting selections in it that, you know, as a package, it made for a, made for a pretty strong story. So I was, yeah, pleased pleased we could we could be the ones to share it. 
You think you'd be in the massive pressure now because you've got to repeat that for the second and third test matches. <laughs> do, do you know what? When I hit send on the on my first piece on it, like the quick copy that we put up on um, on the website about five o'clock, I did think to myself, I've completely stuffed it for next week now. <laughs> I'm going to get I'm going to get the desk asking for it from Monday, and obviously everyone is now going to be a lot less likely to to allow that news to spread. Um, but then I, I heard that Warren Gatland said yesterday that he was, he was going to tell the players and then tell everyone else at, at pretty much the same time. Um, you know, I thought I, I was surprised. I think he said to everybody, he's going to tell the players, the players were told Tuesday lunchtime and they had this big training session Tuesday afternoon. Um, and originally he wasn't going to tell anyone else till Thursday, which is quite a long time for, for that news to stay in camp, even if they are in a bubble. And so next week, I might be off the hook if he if he tells the players and tells us at the same right. time. You're not you're not off the hook next week. You just have to find out before he tells the players. <laughs> Gosh, so I'll have to. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll spend my you week. Have, you'll have to have your webcam in in the meeting room when they do when they do. Yeah, this. I'll have to send one of those one of those drones disguised as a as a wasp or something to go and sit on the. The thing is, the world needs to know you're not just a one hit wonder. You see. Yeah. Can you back it? Can you back it up after your test performance? Well, you're only as good as your last story, aren't you, Jonesy? So I suppose new test week. I've got to have to, you know, we go again. Isn't that what they say? Yeah, exactly. No, but in the in the um, true times tradition, I can see I can see from the accommodation where you're um, dialing in from. You, they've already bought you a new house. <laughs> Congratulate you for your magnificent work. Yeah, because that is how it works. Yeah, Trust immediately, me. immediate promotion, pay rise. Yeah. All that. Is he, he gloated enough now, do you think? It's Arthur <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have to say, I feel this all makes me very uncomfortable, as you know. So I know that's why you've got me on to do it. Yeah. <laughs> should, we, uh, should we try and get us big up ourselves a bit now? Because he's going on and on. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think what breaking news we've managed ourselves over here. Well, oh. um, there's a really big Waterboy story that we didn't break, by the way. Everyone's really excited about that. Is that Erasmus? I tell you what, I do want to ask you about some um, about the the team news that you broke. So you you broke the team news on Tuesday. Was it Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. You broke the team news um, uh, on Wednesday. Um, Gatlin then um, published the team himself, and you had twenty two of the twenty three right. The only one you got wrong was you had Ian Henderson on the bench, um, and Gatlin went with Liam Williams. Mm. I mean, what we don't know, but do you think that? Um, Maybe that was a, a late change of heart. Uh, do you think it was remotely to respond to the story to, so that you didn't get it right? I mean, surely he wouldn't be that small-minded. Uh, no, I don't think he's changing the team, to, to, so I, I only get 22 of the players. Um, the Lions insist otherwise. I, I have a suspicion that, that, that maybe there was a change of, of lane. That they you know, Obviously, the Lions named their team after the Springboks named their team. And I think we all thought there would be six forwards on the Springbok bench like they had through the World Cup. They went with five and the Lions will now mirror that split. Um, I did get a message from from their communications team. Um, the, first, the first message I'd had since this story and, and they just said that is absolutely not the case, that he, had, he didn't change his mind. But I don't know, one or two little tidbits which suggest that, that maybe he had but then also they had that as they discussed yesterday that enormous enormously physical training session on the on the Tuesday afternoon so that may have had an impact as well 
I don't know. We, we, you know, I mean, even you guys in South Africa are a bit a bit further away from the the squad than we would normally be. Um, hey, hang on a sec. We're right on top of everything. Yeah. You just no, quit <laughs> with that sort of talk. I, I, I only meant your access to them is is less than than usual. Morning, Warren. Sorry, Jack. <laughs> just going by. Um, so I, I I don't know. It would seem odd to me that that we had one another. Everything else was right, and that one was wrong. Um, and there was quite a lot of time between when we published and when it was announced. So I, I, I have I have suspicions that, that maybe there was a, a slight change in, in tack. Um, but that Mako looks really pissed off this morning, doesn't he? Mako, shape up! Smile, Mako, yeah. come on. Yeah. All for one and one for all, There's isn't two it? Two more test matches left, son. <laughs> um, yeah, so... I, I don't know. I think I think it's an interesting team, though, isn't it? What do you guys think? Um, um, You're worried, aren't you, Jonesy? Yeah. Well, I am. I, I, I do. Look, I, 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 I'm. I think when you when you follow a coach on a team for so long, you do get to know him a little bit through his selections, which why which is why it surprised me, Alex. And. Um, I, I am worried about this team because I don't think they've gone flat out to take on the box. They're trying to do it a different way, which in rugby, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, I'm not saying that it's it's a shocking team, but there are five or six people in there that really, really surprised me. Uh, look, if you want me to whiz through them, I, I, I would have Liam Williams full back as the great. Um, I, I think Stuart Hogg's a great lad, a great player, so lovely he's in the team. But uh, he's going to be under an absolute barrage of high kicks from Faf de Klerk, which I don't think would have been quite the case if Liam Williams had been there. So that, that's one. Luke Cohen-Dickey's a great player, but I would have had him on the bench. Um, uh, I would always have played Tolope Falato because he's a test match animal. Thing, things like that. Chris Harris, I think, is very, very unlucky. But Warren has got a, a philosophy in his head. And he's filled in the team to to back up that philosophy. So in that in that sense, well, good luck to him. I think the the pick of of Elliot Daly is 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 the one that interests me the most because on the day they named the squad, they listed the players in position, and he was listed as an outside centre, which jumped off the page to me. So I remember asking Neil Jenkins about it and and Warren about it. And they both said, no, that, that's where we, we see him. He, he's won 53 test caps, I think. One, only one of them wearing, a, wearing the number 13. Um, but it just, it seems, as you say, Steve, it, it, it fits his game plan, which he's obviously had from, from the outset. And I wonder whether there's, there's an element of, of trying to react to that World Cup semi-final defeat where it was a, for, for, for Wales against South Africa, where it was an arm wrestle for for 80 minutes, um, and they lost by a penalty kick with 19-13. And I wonder if he feels that if they'd just done a bit more, they'd obviously they had enough parity to have a, to, to, to be in the game physically, but if they'd done more with the ball to, to stress the, the spring box, maybe they could have they could have sneaked it. And I, I wonder if this is a an evolution of, of that semi-final game plan to, to to make sure they have enough physicality to, to have a foothold but then run them around. You know, the, the Springboks have hardly played. A lot of them have been in quarantine for 10 days and he's picked a team full of counter-attacking, um, creative, fast players, uh, some dynamic forwards. I just wonder if, he, if he's trying to, to sort of not, I guess, match them up front and then move them around. Bang on today, Alex, isn't he? 
Yeah. He's really on, right, really on fire. I have to admit it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well done. Yeah. Well done. Right, um, no, I, 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 the, the, <laughs> daily, the daily thing is, um, uh, if, if, if he, he's, his selection is, is the one that tells the story, really, in terms of um, pace rather than uh, physicality. Um, mm. uh, it, was, it was Daly or Chris Harris to play 13, and, and um, uh, that's sort of where Warren's really hung his hat on it. Um, I mean, I, I don't get the Liam Williams thing, um, Hogg instead of Williams. I, I don't understand that. But that that's not a philosophy thing. That's just um, a different different players. But um, uh, Daly and, and Chris Harris is really just down to the philosophy of the team that he's selected. Yeah, yeah. And, and Price ahead of Colin Murray, similar. Well, I mean, Alex, uh, the, the, uh, your theory about the World Cup semi-final with Wales, there was a time in that where... where South Africa was sort of looking for a second wind and Wales were really attacking. I remember them attacking up the middle. They think, well, hang on, this, this, the balance of this is definitely changing. And I think probably they, Wales did think, look, if only we'd gone for it at some stage, mm. we, we might have done. Um, but, you know, the, the, well, scrum half, I, I have to say, I was really backing Conor Murray as, as the captain uh, in, the, in the absence of Alan Wynne-Jones. And, uh, but I, I did... I did well, you you agree with Price ahead of Murray, don't you? Oh, totally, totally. But it all came down to one game, the the, the one we saw the other day, the last the last time Connor uh, played a full game, where his service was funereally slow. He kept on picking up the ball, not whipping it out, but standing, getting back up to his feet, wandering towards his, the people he was trying to pass to. Uh, he was looked absolutely dreadful, and I think he's lost that this place because of one game in which he was he was terrible. And Ali Price gets the ball out absolutely hours earlier. Do you, um, did you um, pick up the thing about Alan Wynn that he nearly didn't start, Alex? And he so so when, in the team selection meeting, they they initially had Alan Wynn on the bench, um, but then they went to then they went to scrum half. And when they, re- when they agreed that Ali Price had to start instead of Conor Murray, then they went back to the second row and go, well, if we haven't got Murray, then who's our leader? And then they put um, Alan Wynn back into the starting 15. That so that, I, I, think that, I think that's fascinating. Because if Alan Wynn hadn't started, then what would, who would have started instead? Would Henderson have gone in? And then, uh, I mean, the, the, the permutations are suddenly very different. But That's yeah. a great story. It's much better than Arthur. It's a great line. Yeah. <laughs> I, I missed that one, lads. I didn't get any applause for that story at no. all. <laughs> it's, the knock on effect, that is fascinating because if, if they'd stuck to their guns and picked, uh, yeah, I mean, who, who would have started in the second row? Um, maybe, yeah, Henderson, maybe, maybe Courtney with, with Ty Byrne at six. And then who would have been captain after I that? I think Henderson is one of, the, one of the unlucky men, Alex, on this team. Yeah, for sure. played really well. They made him captain for an early game. I, I think he's rather unlucky. He's not really a spring-heeled lineup man, but he can play in the lineup. And uh, I just think that uh, I think he's he's rather unfortunate. And uh, if, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry Quinn. No, I just I just go back to what you were saying, Alex. If if they had had Alan Wynn and Conor Murray on the bench, who then who is the captain? The captain Stuart Hogg's probably the only person with any Stuart. captain's experience at all, isn't he? It would have to have been. Oh well, not. It wouldn't have to have been. But it, on the basis of of everyone who's captained teams on this tour, Jamie George isn't involved. Ian Henderson isn't involved. Ken um, Owen. Ken Owens is on the bench, so it would be Hogg or pick a new captain in the in the forwards. 
You um, can't. You, I don't think you can captain against the Springboks from fullback. No, I don't think so either. So then, then it would be Marrow, wouldn't it? Or Henderson. Oh, I, well, I suppose. I suppose if Henderson had started, then it would have been Henderson. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, let's go back to lauding. Uh, <laughs> well, you, you think it's going to change your life. Will you always be the same, um, same, same man, or, uh, or what? I'll definitely be the same man, and this conversation has confirmed that because um, I'm finding all the praise excruciatingly uncomfortable. So, yeah. I what think hope. Not as uncomfortable as we are. What about at what about at home, Alex? Have the, have the kids treated you any differently? Do you, do they do they bring you breakfast in bed every day and 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 kneel before you when you come down the stairs in the morning? No, I made them. I've been making them do that anyway since they were four years old. So have you had any sort hasn't... of interest from the opposite sex at all? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that's um, yeah, that, that's a constant. There's uh, a constant stream of that, Jonesy. So that that hasn't changed at all. Okay, yeah, the Tinder. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. Have you put it on your Tinder profile that you broke a good story on Tuesday? On my Tinder, yeah, um, no, I haven't actually. I need to update that. I need to update yeah. that. Well, that really, that really get them. That'll make in. you irresistible. Yeah, well, well sort of. Yeah. <laughs> right, lads, I can't take any more of this. <laughs> um, okay, well, I have lovely. to. I have Good to disappear to back to my. I have to, I have to sling back to my normal status and go and and ghost Joe Marler's column. So, right, um, that's my next job. I hope Joe Marler realizes how lucky he is to have you ghosting his column. I mean, well, I'll, I'll, you're I'll, above I'll, that sort of crap now. Aren't he you? has no idea. So, um, I, shall, <laughs> I will go and talk to him about the about what it's like to be in the Lions test squad. Um, in the week of the first test. So let's just get this right. You are ghosting his column, or, or is it he's ghosting your column? <laughs> God, that would be interesting, wouldn't it? We could do, yeah, maybe we should, maybe that's the new innovation in newspapers, that we'll get the, we'll get the celebrity to ghost the journalist, see how it yeah. turns out. Yeah, uh, that, could, that could only end in tears, I think. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> nice to see you guys. Yeah. Take care, mate. Look after yourself. Are you going to just before we go? Do you, do you know what the score is on Saturday yet? I do, but I can't tell you. Okay, All right. Okay, <laughs> that's an exclusive for Saturday morning's paper. Yeah. <laughs> iOS helps you control which apps you share your exact location with. There's more to iPhone.